Welcome to another episode of Knowing Me, Knowing You. I am your host, Paula, tuning in from the West Coast of Canada. If this is your first time tuning in, nice to meet you. Or if you are a returning listener, thank you for tuning in once again. I have a great topic and something I think we can all relate to. The force that prevents us from following through on what we set out to do. So let's get to it, shall we? (laughs) Thanks, kids. I wanted to bring in some lighthearted flavor to our topic today because we're going to talk about procrastination, the act of delaying or postponing a task or set of tasks. Now, during this brief episode, I will be sharing easy-to-apply tips to get you off the sofa and into action. Well, that is my objective, so I hope you will stick with me and enjoy. The word procrastinator comes from the Latin verb procrastinare, which means deferred until tomorrow. How often have you deferred till tomorrow? I am nodding my head as I speak here. The word procrastination is derived from the ancient Greek word akrasia. So I have a question for you. Do you know someone who is a procrastinator? Or perhaps it's you yourself. Procrastination is a common issue. I think you can agree on that. And it can be linked to laziness or poor time management skills. But there is really more to it. There is a growing body of research that links procrastination to emotional blocks and internal obstacles. And we need to clear this emotional and mental clutter to be able to take action. I think um, procrastination is also linked to us adults wanting to take a break from adulting, perhaps. You know, release ourselves from our everyday adult responsibilities for just that brief moment. A a form of escapism, as per se. You know, we are all or have been procrastinators in some form during our life. But it becomes an issue when we put things off that are really important to complete and can have an effect on our personal lives. And if procrastination becomes a regular habit, then it is more of an issue that needs to be addressed as it is no longer about bad habits or lifestyle issues, but possibly, as I mentioned before, can be emotional blocks or linked to more deep-rooted issues. And this can be addressed and sorted out, which is great, right? If you feel that this might be you, or perhaps it's someone that you know, then seeking professional assistance is the most important step we can take. And that assistance could be a licensed mental health counselor who is trained to address the underlying issues and get us unstuck. Your GP, your personal doctor would be the best place to start. They can refer or recommend someone or look for online recognized clinics in your area. Talking to a counselor or coach at any time in our lives can't harm anyways and could be a superb way to get ourselves into the right frame of mind for long-term success in every aspect of our lives. 
if you feel that your procrastination is not severe enough for a licensed healthcare worker, then perhaps signing up for uh, personal development courses with, uh, there's a, a program, mindvalley.com. There is also Tony Robbins, and there is a wealth of information on YouTube. This is always a positive step in the right direction. So who is a procrastinare? You know, as a professional task dodgers, as I like to call us. If you were sitting next to me, you would see me nodding my head. I can be a terrible procrastinator. I do know why I procrastinate. Have you ever identified why you procrastinate? Another question for you. If you eliminated or learned how to work with this default button, this human button that we have, procrastination, what would your life be like? Would you be a totally different person living a totally different life? There are a variety of thoughts and habits to why we avoid tasks or put stuff off till a later time. I can think of a few. Can you think of why you would put something off till tomorrow, perhaps? Some of the thoughts or habits are, we believe we'll not enjoy doing the task, so we dodge making ourselves unhappy, or we fear rejection or judgment by others. How about we fear that we will not be able to accomplish the task very well? So we rather, you know, ponder and stew over it for a while before, uh, you know, getting into it, attacking it. Um, we also often procrastinate if something is complex. I, I know that for sure. And we are distracted or we are distracted. Sorry. Um, that is, can be quite common. Phones, for instance, are a big distraction. Or what about if we are tired? I get distracted and procrastinate when it is the summer months here in Canada. Who can uh, agree with me on that, right? Warmer weather can be really distracting. Sun's out, you want to go out, you want to play outdoors, right? You don't want to be indoors anymore, doing paperwork or clearing your closet or sitting behind a computer, Blah, right? Now, I found this on the web. Psychologists have identified various drivers of procrastination from low self-confidence to anxiety, a lack of structure, and simply an inability to motivate oneself to complete unpleasant tasks. And research has also shown that procrastination is closely linked to rumination, that's a mouthful, or becoming fixated on negative thoughts. Procrastination is a self-defeating behavior, would you agree? But for those of us who are perfectionists, oh, you're going to like this one. Procrastination can be seen as serving as a psychological purpose for us who have tendencies to be perfectionists. How do they know me, right? That is me for sure. I can procrastinate when I am wanting something to be perfect, 100% right. Perfectionists will oftentimes procrastinate to protect against fear of judgment from others or fear of failure. 
And if you do like to procrastinate to help you not feel unproductive, you do get stuck into other tasks, just not the ones you are supposed to focus on, which can be a problem later. Have you ever put off something for such an extended period of time that you have gotten yourself into trouble? Like late filing of taxes. How about car service? Or important doctor's appointments? Ladies, there's also laundry. (laughs) Well, that is a problem when you run out of underwear, right? So something I did not know and found this information on the web Apparently, there are four main types of avoidance archetypes or procrastinators. The performer, the self-deprecator, the overbooker, and the novelty seeker. Which one do you think you are? Figuring out which group you're in can help you break out of your procrastination patterns, apparently. Now, I'm a work in progress. Uh, sorry, progress with this topic. Um, I am a big procrastinator for sure. But wouldn't it be nice to get rid of procrastination in our lives? If we do have internal blocks, learn how to eliminate them or learn how to work with our mindset and set ourselves up for success. So how do you overcome being a procrastinator? Procrastinare, as they probably would have said in Rome many, many moons ago. Well, I'm wondering if they would have told us to use this acronym, Goya, get off your ass. I I don't think they would have known it, but I did hear this acronym from someone by the name of John Asaroff, and I thought, you know, how relevant is that to procrastination, right? We need to get off our asses sometimes. Anyway. I have a couple of points that I would like to share with you, um, which are basic tips for us procrastinators, and I hope they will be of assistance um, to you. The first one is forgiveness. Be gentle on yourself. You know, forgive yourself for procrastinating in the past. We are human, right? Number two is choose one task, one goal, and commit. Write it down, and that's easy enough, right? And just commit to that one task, one goal. Reflection. Think about what you can do toward achieving this task or goal. In episode one of Goal Setting, we talk about this, you know, the power of journaling and reflection. And if you listened to my podcast in episode two on raising your personal vibration and mindfulness, I talk about the acronym GAP and the A stands for taking accountability and the P for perspective. So when we talk about reflection, we need to be honest with ourselves and ask ourselves, you know, is the task too big or possibly is it not realistic to accomplish? You know, we want to get perspective, right? Do I need help? Moving on to tip number four. How about we rephrase our internal dialogue? The poor self-talk, low self-esteem, negative uh, thought patterns. How about the feeling of unworthiness? That all has to change. Tip number five is act as you go. I like this one. 
Remember, Rome was not built in a day. And you've heard this before. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You want to plan. You want to reflect. You want to strategize. You want to re-strategize as required, right? Get yourself to the finish line. A trick I like to do if I've laid out a huge task and know that it is going to take some time to get through or something maybe that I'm just not going to enjoy, I know I'm going to like it, is I lay out a plan and a strategy, um, something that is mentally doable for me and my procrastinare mindset. I lay out a time frame to be concentrating on the task And then I lay out breaks in between, short breaks, because I don't want to be too distracted, right? So I maybe go make myself a cup of tea, take a little 10 minutes off, uh, do a little walk around. Maybe I fold some laundry. I come back, then sit down for the next uh, set of time frame that I've set out for myself. So small chunks are always more digestible, right? Um, Or otherwise, say, for instance, if it's paperwork, or clearing out my uh, inbox, my email inbox, then, you know, I set an hour, do it, set a short break, five, 10 minutes, and then come back to it. And so that is so much easier to attack. Point number six, another great one is an accountability partner. Uh, We talk about this again in episode one of goal setting with my uh, friend, Donna Brown, who is a life and career coach. And she talks about the importance of an accountability partner, you know, someone to check in on you, someone that supports you, someone that's rooting for you. Tip number seven is minimize those distractions. Mm -hmm. When I need to get through my list of tasks, I will often put my phone in another room or I turn it onto silent. I don't get notifications anymore on my phone because all that AI stuff is there to distract us, to draw us away from getting stuff done in our lives. And this one I love. When you have, you know, put procrastination to the side, you've got yourself into action, you've, you know, taken that one step at a time, you want to celebrate. And that is my point number eight. Promise yourself a reward when you have completed what you needed to get done. No matter how small or big, celebrate. And if, you know, you must agree here, there is no better feeling um, than when you get stuff done, right? Especially if you have been procrastinating over it for a while, right? Just do it and get it done. It feels so good. And you want to master change and success. So hopefully these tips, you know, are easy enough to put into practice for you. I think they are. I highly recommend you listen to my podcast on goal setting Episode one, I share some insightful, easy to do exercises to help you get into action and create success in your life. Even the small tasks and goals and my friend Donna, who is a certified life and career coach, shares her insight. If you are looking for guidance or uh, support or an accountability partner, Donna does offer online coaching and support and you can find her at dblifecoaching.com. In my episode two, I touch on how to get yourself operating at a higher vibrational frequency because procrastination, sadly, folks, 
is operating on a low energy frequency. You know, so is poor self-talk, negative thoughts and acting from a place of fear. Right now, we are creating awareness and awareness gives us choice and choice gives us freedom. We have to have a mindset shift and change our perspective around uh, procrastination. If you know you are a procrastinator, you are one step closer to getting your act together. So let's have a quick recap. Firstly, know this, you are not alone. There is a stack of us who procrastinate in some way or other. We are the professional task dodgers, as I like to call us. And, um, you know, we need to, number one, forgive ourselves for procrastinating. Don't be so hard on yourself, right? Even if you do procrastinate, don't be hard on yourself. Number two, choose one task at a time. Just focus on that task. Number three is incorporate reflection. Reflect, plan, strategize, re-strategize. Number four, work on changing the internal dialogue, right? Improve your personal vibration by improving the self-talk, improving that self-talk, right? Number five, act as you go. Lay out a plan of action. Reflect during the process. Am I on target? Re-strategize if need be. Remember, one bite at a time gets you through that finish line. Number six is keep yourself accountable by getting an accountability partner, maybe a life coach. Number seven is minimize those distractions. Hide that phone, switch off the telly, just get into action. Number eight The one that I really love is reward yourself when you have completed that task. Oh, and of course, let's not forget my acronym, which I love, Goya, get off your arse. We know all this stuff, right? The information I've shared is logical, and sometimes we just need someone else to share it or put it into perspective, like I have with you throughout this podcast. So that's it from me, short and sweet. Please leave a review. I will love you for that. Share with this uh, podcast with friends and family. And a question, have you joined the Knowing Me, Knowing You Facebook group yet? I would like to leave you with these final words by Benjamin Franklin. You may delay, but time is not. And lost time is never found again. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you. Till next time.